This is Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show on WFMU. And I guess I'm the host of Best Show Gems also. As I said earlier, Best Show Gems, it's a sliver, a slice, a sampling of what we do during the full three-hour extravaganza that is the best show on WFMU. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Or actually, if you're working out, lean up and get excited and get ready to enjoy another installment of Best Show Gems. FMU, you're on the air. Beatles fail. What? What? Beatles fail. Beatles fail. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, you, you delivered one. Uh, how, how so? Me being at the convention? Uh, this is something, well, A, yes, but something about what you said you saw there? Mm-hmm. Did you say you saw White Album 1015? Yeah, like zero, zero, a bunch of zeros, and then 1015. There's no way. No way that was there. Really? Yeah. How, uh, why, and why would that not be there? Because I know who has it. You know who has that number? Yes. But you that specific number. Absolutely. Who? Uh Alan Sues? Alan Sues. Yeah. From from laughing? Absolutely, yes. You didn't know that. No, I had no idea. <laughs> really? Yes. But you're a Beatles fan. Yeah, I am. Like, yeah. well, jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's debatable at this point. Well, uh, I, I, is that a known thing who has each of the the White Album numbers? Pretty much, yeah. Sounds like you didn't deserve to be there. <laughs> I didn't deserve yeah. to be at the Beatles convention. Yeah, I don't know what you saw, but it certainly wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure uh, I saw what I saw. Well, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that, that I I think I'm going to stick by what I know I saw. And, <laughs> really? Yeah, and we'll just have to agree to disagree. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, I guess, yeah, I guess we'll agree to disagree, uh-huh. no matter how wrong you are. Okay. Yeah, all right. Ugh. All right well, you have a great night. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Wow. FMU, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. Oh, hey, what's up? I actually uh, played the Beatles Fest about two or three years ago. You played it? Yes. You were one I of did... the bands in the Battle of yes, the Bands? Yes, I was in the Battle of the Bands. What song did you do? We did a free as a bird. I have no idea why we did that too. Oh. It was really just a bad experience. Like you're getting hustled up there. Well, like I don't know. We were actually planning to do a strutter by kiss to sort of just like ruin the whole experience for everyone. Yeah, who wouldn't want to ruin it for everyone? <laughs> I mean, it was just like a bunch of like all everyone there is. I don't know. I don't know. They were having everyone, fun. Like, all the other bands were like. They were, all these stage parents were just yelling at these kids, mm-hmm. and I was just being really disillusioned. So mm-hmm. I was like, we should just play Kiss songs. Yeah. And yeah. then we went up there, and we're like, no, we have to play what we, what we rehearsed, and mm-hmm. it was just really bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Sounds like it was, uh, I'm going to say that's completely your fault. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. We It just was a bad song to do, too. Yeah, it pretty much, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, I don't think you could pick a worse song to do. Free I don't, I don't know, bird. that's what you were saying to my, like, we wanted to just do another song or something, and the other guy was like, oh, no, we gotta do Free as a Bird. And then, uh, it was funny, the guy that was at the mic was like, oh, every time I hear that song, I cry, except for that time. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Wow, okay, that. he got shut you down. Yeah. You got shut, look, that guy's not the, that guy's not exactly uh, uh, Don Rickles. <laughs> and then it sounds like he did a pretty, go- a pretty good job uh, putting you in your place. Yeah, I know, but you know what happened, though? It's pretty funny. What? The guy from the Hudson Brothers liked it and wanted to meet me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we just left right, we just, like, left right after, though. We were like, oh, that was so dumb. Why'd we even do this? But then, like, uh, this, uh, the girl that got us on the, the gig or whatever. The gig. Like, <laughs> the gig, yeah, You yeah. might want to go easy on the, calling that a gig. It really wasn't a gig. I yeah. Yeah, but the, uh, the girl, like, got it to us like uh she said oh man the guy from hudson brothers is friends with my dad and he was really upset that uh he he didn't get to meet you guys because he really liked it so much Mm -hmm. so i thought that was pretty funny yeah like the guy with the rainbow beard yeah it's hilarious right (laughs) not really i guess well what what other gigs you got going on anything else 
I don't know. I haven't really played the show since like September 2008, but mm-hmm. we played like Death by Audio and stuff. That was cool. Uh huh. Well, you're you're uh, yeah, as long as you're having fun with it. I am. Ugh, I don't like the smirk in your voice. I'm... I don't like the smirk in your voice. You hear the smirk in that guy's voice, Mike? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what? And then we did the thing, and we were totally going to mess it up and just play a Kiss song. Because everybody's there just enjoying themselves. And we wanted to take that away from them. Sickening. Sick! I don't like it. Don't like it. Hey, here's a question. You're traveling on a a train, right? Like a longer train ride? On like an Amtrak train? Do you need a, uh, a, uh, to, to be able to get on the intranet? What do I need? If I have a Mac laptop, which has airport. Do I need something else? I need like some kind of modem I plug into it? Do I need that? Do I need additional stuff? Two oh one two oh nine nine three six eight. It's the best show on WFMU. Oh, What's that? This large, this large man just forced his way past me. Okay. Well. Yes. Hi. We spoke on the phone. I'm sorry. We spoke on the phone about the White Album. Just a few minutes ago. Yeah. And you're here physically. Oh yeah, yeah. What what are you doing? What am I? Well, like I, you're, I, you're you're like two feet away. I mean, you're two minutes away. Well, well, I was on I was on a Beatles prowl. Uh huh. And uh, you know, I heard I heard heard you talking. Uh huh. Well, why don't you talk into that mic? And into this one here? Yeah, that. Oh one. God, you know what this reminds me of this mic. What's that? Let it be cover. Reminds you of the cover of Let It Be. Oh yeah. Uh huh. You good? Uh, I'll be better once I uh, show you something. Uh huh. Revenge is sweet. Revenge is sweet. It certainly is. What is that you're flipping through? Oh, it's just a book. Uh huh. Yeah. Who is that right there holding a copy of the White Album? Um, is that Alan Sue? It is. Uh huh. Yeah. I can't make out exactly what he's holding it up in this picture. Yeah. Look, I, it's. <laughs> is that the? I mean, it's it's one thousand fifteen. Really, it's indisputable. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. can't. I kind of can't see it that clearly. Well, it's it's real. Do you uh-huh. have something to say to me? Thanks. Uh, no. Well, thanks. Yes, because I imparted uh, great wisdom to you. Well, actually, I don't know why I would thank you since you barged your way into the studio uninvited. Well, we left that hanging. Wait, what did we leave? Hanging? That that whole the whole question of whether or not I was I was in the right, and you were in the wrong. Well, no, we we agreed to disagree. I, I couldn't leave it at that because I know I'm right. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, what, who are you? Shut up. Well, no, no, not shut up. Who are you? You're a Beatles fan, right? And you live in New Jersey. Uh huh. Then you know who I am. I have no idea. <laughs> you who do you are. too. You must have seen my license plate. Somewhere around around Newbridge. No. Beetle Boss 1. So you're Beetle Boss? Yeah. Pretty much the boss of all the Beatles fans. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen your car. Come on. So who are you? I'm Beatles Milt. Beatles Milk? (laughs) I make Beatles Milk. I I don't even want to... I'm not even going to touch that one. I... 
Beatles Milt. Beatles Milt. Uh-huh. Milt Mortner. Uh-huh. Come on. You know, Milt Mortner, actually. See? Yeah, Look, that actually Check out the spine of the book. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the name of the book is... Excuse me? Milt... Yeah. Milt... It says... Yeah. By Milt Beetle Milt Mortner. That's right. So you actually are known by that to where you would put that... Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just one of my books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, how many Beatles books do you have? Uh, fifty-three. You uh, fifty-three that you've you've written. 50? I've, I've, I don't own fifty. Well, I do yeah. own at least fifty-three, but I've written uh-huh. fifty-three. You've written fifty-three Beetle Beatles. Oh, fifty-three Beatle books. Yep. Uh huh. Like like any of that I would know the titles of. Oh well, if you're a fan, of course mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, inside the Beatles by someone who was really there. By you, well, I I wrote it, but it's uh-huh. it's based on a uh, lengthy interview that I did. Okay, with with who? This guy named Sean Collins. Uh huh. Who is Sean Collins? He, I mean, that's not a name I know in the Beatles lore. I'm having serious doubts about about your uh, your 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 Beatle fandom. Mm-hmm. If, if 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 there were Beatles fan privileges, mm-hmm. yours would be revoked right now. You'd revoke mine because I don't know who Sean Collins. Yes, I don't know who that is. Uh, he was only the janitor at Abbey Road. Uh huh. Yeah. So you did a lengthy interview. With Absolutely. Him. Yeah, I did it on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's about to die. Uh huh. He did die eventually. So you got so that you wrote a book called Inside the Beatles. Inside the Beatles by someone who was really there. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, what uh, what other books are in the fifty three? Well, that book that you were just that I I, mm-hmm. I showed you. Yeah. yeah. Um, White Out. Mm-hmm. Behind the cover of the White Out by someone who was actually there. Mm-hmm. And who 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 was that? Well, I interviewed Richard Hamilton's assistant, mm-hmm. uh, Craig Troy. Uh huh. Yeah. Also on his deathbed. Uh huh. He didn't actually buy it at that point. Uh huh. Yeah. He he actually lived, but uh, we had a lengthy interview about the. The cover of the White Album. All, yeah, everything that went into it and the mm-hmm. thought processes, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the numbers, the numbering. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, how long was the book? Pardon me? How long was a, could a book be about the cover of the White Album? Well, it, it, it's right there, you know. It's, that's like... Uh, that's oh, this is the one. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell because it's all, it's like white I on know. white. I, well, that was... <laughs> oh, now I can see. If you hold it yeah, up to the light, exactly. you can see it actually... you got to work for it. Yeah. Sorry, it's actually, I see your name. Yeah. You know, Milt Beetle, Milt Morton. Well, that's in black, yeah. Yeah, that's on black. But it just says here in, like, that kind of white on white, it says on the spine, white out. The behind the cover, I say it again. It's It's hard hard to read, isn't it? This is very impractical for a book. Well, if you're a true fan, you know, it it makes sense. White out. you obviously aren't. The behind the cover... Of the White Album? Behind the cover of the White Album uh-huh. by someone who was actually there. Okay. Yeah, okay, I can see how it says that. Okay, so you wrote this. This is a book with the, the assistant of the guy who did the... That's right, it's 400 pages. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then, of course, there's um, Real Music, mm-hmm. the story of the Hard Day's Night world premiere by somebody who was actually there. Real Music. Like, yeah. Like... Like, is that like a play on words? Like R, like real R E E L, like real music. Oh man! Because it's the Hard Day's Night movie. No, it's R E A L. You did so. You didn't. That's a great idea, though. Uh-huh. Oh man! So what? <laughs> I'm sorry that that one eluded you. The <laughs> the play on words. You're not going to steal that from me, are you? I'm not. Well. Technically, it's my idea, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let that one slide. Okay, thanks. Uh-huh. So, I'm who, thanking you, you're not worthy. Who was actually there for the Hard Day's Night uh, movie premiere? The movie premiere? Yeah, at, at the uh-huh. Hammersmith Palais. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The projectionist. I did a lengthy interview with him mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. his deathbed. On his deathbed. Yeah. A lot of deathbeds. 
that's when you get the best stuff. And these guys are all about to croak too, you know. So we got to get these guys while they're while they're still breathing uh-huh. before they go to hell. Well, that's a little before they go to hell. I don't some know. of these guys have done some insane stuff. Uh-huh. I got I got to sit through that stuff to get the to, to get the juicy bits uh-huh. about the Beatles. Yeah. Uh-huh. What I do is I pretend I'm a doctor. Uh huh. And then uh, you know that that I'm there to ask them some 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 questions about how their medication is working, how they're feeling, et cetera. And uh, pretty soon I'm asking them about the nitty gritty about the those beatles. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, that is the most gruesome thing I've ever heard. Wait, that's exactly what several of the family members have told me. You mean? You says, I'm assuming at a point. Yeah. You're you're not asking medical questions anymore. Now you're asking about. They're wondering why some doctor is asking, you oh, know, yeah, their yeah. their uncle or grandfather about um, what it was like running the projector for the premiere of a hard day's oh, night. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to slide it in though. You know, you're talking about about um, Reginald. How how is um, um, is is the pain medication is is it is it working to your satisfaction? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Jeez. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh-huh. Um, can you tell me how many actual reels you had to spool up that night at, at the Palais? Were there, were there any problems that you can think of? Did you have any contact with any of the Beatles? I, I don't remember. And you've got to like, make that into something a little juicier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that is, that, that is the most gruesome thing I've ever heard. A guy shaking down people while they're in the hospital, posing as a doctor, oh, yeah. so that you can find out some weird, um, some weird little uh, uh, you know footnotes about the about the Beatles' history. Oh, you gotta show me some respect. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say, why should I show you some respect after what you just said you do? Because, like I said, I'm I'm uh, I'm, the, I'm the main Beatles uh, know-it-all mm-hmm. boss. So you, number okay. one, number one, your boss. Uh huh. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so as a Beatles, somebody who likes the Beatles, you're my boss. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think you like them, though. You you don't think I like them? Doesn't sound like. Why? It, why, why is that? It didn't sound like you deserved to be at that convention. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, were you at the convention? Define it. Were you Were you attending it? Were you in the oh, in the crowd? Uh, not not actually in the crowd. No, I was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, why why were you not in the building? Well, I can't actually go inside the convention. Mm-hmm. You know, per the order. <laughs> the order. Yeah. What? Please tell me about this order. Well, it you know it's not so much a restraining order as a, a like a restraining suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This a, a, a restraining suggestion. Yeah. What what is a restraining suggestion? Well, basically, the, this thing says that I have to stay thirty yards away from any and all Beatles conventions in the states of New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. New Hampshire, Kentucky, uh, and also Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And if there ever is one in Puerto Rico, you have to stay thirty yards away. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I've had some negative experiences with the. Uh, New Jersey Beatle fan organization. Really? Yeah. Like what? What kind of uh, negative, negative experience have you had? Well, they they claim this is their claim mm-hmm. that I had been selling questionable Beatles merchandise, mm-hmm. collectibles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? What falls? What? Like what would be an example of a questionable uh, Beatles item? Well, um, uh, a hockey stick signed by every member who had ever been in the Beatles. A hockey stick. Yeah. That all of the Beatles, by everyone who ever was in the Beatles, Everybody. not just the actual right. four Beatles. Right, yeah. Going all the way back. Yeah. To Stu Sutcliffe, yeah. He, uh, you got, you, you have a hockey stick, or we're selling a hockey stick that had Stu Sutcliffe's autograph on it, the original yeah. bassist. Yeah, it, 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 it was his first. Mm-hmm. See, here's how, the, how this worked. He was a big hockey fan. Who was? Stu. Stu Sutton. You wouldn't think so, mm-hmm. just by, you know, his history and, the, you know, mm-hmm. the whole backbeat film and all that. Yeah, I, I would be, I'm a little thrown by the, the by him being a 
major hockey fan. Right. Well, uh-huh. huge fan. Of course, he he died in '62. Mm-hmm. Loved hockey, and he mm-hmm. got this stick. Mm-hmm. It was like a goalie stick, a big one. And he signed it somehow. I'm not sure why. I, I think just, just because, hey, th- this is mine. You know how, people, okay. how you'll sure. mark your name on yeah, something. Yeah. Uh-huh. He signed it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he passes on. And uh, it, uh, this guy in Liverpool who was a friend of, of the family, mm-hmm. it falls into his possession. Mm-hmm. And he ends up getting Pete Best to sign it. I don't know why. Uh-huh. And uh, the stick ends up being bought by Bobby Orr. The hockey player. From the Bruins. Yeah. He also used it. Like, just to practice with it. He wasn't, he, you know, he, he wasn't a goalie. But uh-huh. he would just kind of whack mm-hmm. pucks with it and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he ended up getting all of the Beatles to sign it. Bobby Orr did. Over the years, yeah. Uh-huh. And he hated the Beatles. That was the weird thing. So he hated, Bobby Orr hated the Beatles. Yeah. But he got them all to sign it. He wanted to, he wanted to sign it... Uh, and to sign it for his son, mm-hmm. who was a big Beatles fan, mm-hmm. who also hated hockey. Wow! So that's a real. So the son hated yeah. hockey. Yeah. The dad hated the Beatles, exactly. but it's like a weird Beatles hockey stick. Exactly. Yeah, and they all hated each other. Uh-huh. Apparently, all the Beatles hated Bobby Orr. Really? Oh, they hated him. Yeah. Why didn't? Why would they I hate? I don't a know. He, he would say weird stuff about them being English and stuff and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a bigger fan of the Who. Bobby Orr. Yeah. The, that's crazy. Love the Who. You know who else loved the Who? Who? Richard Nixon. I've never heard yes. that. Um, they, I, I've heard these tapes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the missing 18 minutes of the Watergate tapes? Yeah, from like 70... Yeah. What, two, two? Yeah. 71, 72. You know what's on there? What? He's talking to Kissinger about Tommy. I've never heard oh, that. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I'll play it for his son. No, nah, I'm not going to play it for you. Well, I, that is well. This is just a series of shocking r- r- things that you're saying. So you know so you why they also ho- hate? Yeah, well, go ahead. Who, who also hates? Why they also hate me? The you know the, the Beatles convention people here. Why is that? Well, several years ago, mm-hmm. you know, as you were talking about these these kids were were playing battle of bands, saying like a talent. Yeah, thing. It, was, it was really awesome. Well, yeah, awesome. Sounds similar to something I saw, mm-hmm. where these kids were 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 up there and they were they were doing. Um, uh, what song was it? It was um, one of the one of the complete puff songs. Uh, complete puff. Yeah. I want to hold your hand. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. They were terrible. Everyone, everyone was just like being completely forgiving of them because uh-huh. the, they weren't very good. It was like eleven year old kids. Mm-hmm. So I get up in the middle of it, and I, I just like clamp them down. I grab I got grab each kid's neck of the guitar. Uh huh. What are you doing, idiots? You went on stage. Oh yeah. And you actually, you just interrupted the performance. Oh yeah! And it sounds like you chewed them out. I did, and I grabbed each each kid by the by the collar. They had the, like Beatles jackets on. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Grab them, grab them, and I just said, "You don't mess with the cannon." No matter how bad that song is, it's not a bad song. It's not one mm-hmm. of their better songs, though. You know. Oh. And I shoved them off the stage. And how old were they? Like eleven. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, you deserve to be. Uh, Kicked out of the the convention. Well, I just wish that one kid hadn't faked having a broken leg. Faked it. You sure he faked it? Seemed like he faked it. You, you can fake X-rays. I. So I'm, I'm assuming there's maybe some legal thing played in. If <laughs> D- you're... Define some. Uh-huh. Well, you. So you broke a kid's leg. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> what did then? I don't know. He tripped as he was as he was he was making a whole joke about it. Like I shoved him, and he was uh-huh. he was like acting like, "Oh, I'm falling," and he uh-huh. fell, uh-huh. and then that's what broke his leg. I guess, yeah. Oh, the, not not you shoving him. Doubtful, doubtful. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah, you didn't stop by my cart. What your cart over the weekend? Yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. Across the street. No, from the convention. Uh huh. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on. People had to be talking about it inside there. Your cart? Yeah. What kind of cart did you have? My Beetle Bites cart. Be- beetle Bites? Yeah. What is a Beetle Bite cart? Well, I sell Beetle-themed food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know what I, I have? 
What? That no one else in the world has. What's that? I have the worldwide rights to sell Beatles raps. R- you mean raps like the food? A wrap? Yeah. yeah. You mean you, you actually are calling your thing Beetle? What is it, Beetle Bite? Beetle Bites, or, yeah. Uh-huh, Beetle Bite. And these are Beetle Raps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're licensed. Oh, yeah. It's not just you calling a rap no. a uh, Beetle it. Rap. I own it. How, how on earth it's, do you own... It's the best story. Okay. I can't wait to hear well, this. Well, there's a loophole in the Beatles Worldwide Merchandise Contract. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, you know, they, they covered everything that could possibly bear their likeness so that they own everything. Mm-hmm. They own the rights to it all. Guess what Guess what fell through those cracks? Beetle raps. Raps, yeah. Uh-huh. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want one? Come on, please. I, I don't I don't want to eat a Beatles Come rap. On. Eat my rap. I don't want to eat a Beatles rap. Stop it. Come on, please here. No. Come on. Okay. What is this? What do you mean? Oh. What is... First of all, it tastes... It's like... First of all, it's... I'm just going to back up for a second. Hold on one second. Yeah. Oh, Got to wash it down, right? No. That, that, let me just back up. Yeah. It looked like John Lennon, the the thing. Sure. And it had like a little beetle wig on top. What was that made out of? That's that's his, his hair. Yeah, no, yeah. I know what yeah. it but it was it was horrible. Oh. I took two big bites. What was it? It tasted like it was like sweet yeah. or something? Yeah. It's black cotton candy. Black cotton candy on a wrap. Yeah. Why would you put... It's nummy, isn't it? Because it was all vegetables inside. Yeah, yeah. But why would you put cotton candy on the top? Well, I couldn't figure out what else to put there, you know, to make the hair. I wasn't going to use real hair, and although I could, I guess. But what, what was inside that thing? Oh, you're probably uh, tasting the aftertaste of the beets. Uh- I put oh. beets in them because it's it's, oh. it's beetles. Yeah, hold on. But truth be told, yeah, they're not always that fresh. Something was wrong. Like, what was? Well, let me look in here. Yeah, yeah. Those see, they're they're green. The beets are the green. beets are green, and of course, we all know that beets when they start out, they're uh-huh. they're green. And, yeah. and then they, you know, then they get, they get kind of purpley and yeah, etc. Yeah. And, and then when they start to go bad, they get, uh-huh. they go black. Okay, yeah. And then they turn green again. So you might have gotten them on that green end, rather than the fresh green end. Well, d- describe what's what's happening. Like a churn in my stomach is just like it's like burning. Right. Yeah. Like acid. You got like acid stomach, but it's like yes. real acid. Yes. It's like someone poured real acid yes. in there. Oh, it's the most disgusting. What does your thing? tongue feel like? My tongue, yeah, kind of feels like 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 a, a battery like dripping on a hot asphalt. Write that down. I haven't heard that one yet. Have to put that on the uh, possible mean? side effects <laughs> label. That was battery. The most... did, you, did you say it's like you're eating a battery or? No, my tongue feels to- like the like hot asphalt. Oh, asphalt? Okay. Yeah, and there's like battery dripping down on so it. So like, ba- like, like a, a battery car- asphalt like a car- melange. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, that was the worst thing I've ever... Mm. I- well. Why would you put a beat in it that was so bad that it actually turned from green to purple to black and back to green? Well, I, you know, I didn't really have time to... To, to really, you know, in, investigate and really look deeply into the stuff because I just made it back in time for the the, the convention, so I, I I you know I just threw it all together. Ba- back minute. from where? Uh, Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. Why were Why were you in Antarctica? Well, <laughs> another 
crazy story. Um, I have to uh, basically the the legality of this contract mm-hmm. states that the only place I can actually do this legally from the Beetle Rack exactly yeah. with Apple Corp. Uh huh. The only place I can actually have my office and be based mm-hmm. is Antarctica. Which is like a a, a, a a wasteland. Well, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I have I have to have an office there, which I do. It's like a little hut. You have an office in Antarctica. Yeah, it's terrible. And but they call Apple calls once a month mm-hmm. to make sure I'm there. And if I don't answer that phone, yeah. they shut me down because they want to shut me down so bad. They hate it. They hate that you have oh, this. They hate it. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they do. If this is the kind of junk you're pushing out there, like a, a putrid. Some people love it. So who loves this? This thing I just, I, I took one bite and I feel like I'm, I'm dying I, from I, it. There was one person who said he liked it, I think. Well, it was disgusting. Mm. So you have an office in Antarctica. Yeah. That you are forced to inhabit once a month. Yeah. How do you know when to be there or whatever? You know when Apple's gonna check I, in. I, I I have a I pay this dude mm-hmm. at Apple. He doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't. No one knows he's doing this, but he uh-huh. lets me know when they're gonna call. So then I have to book my flight with Qantas. Qantas does one flight a month down there. One 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 flight a month to Antarctica. Yeah yeah. And they just land in Antarctica. They land there. It's usually just me and like some scientist guys or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I'll get off. There's one store down there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's like a Seven Eleven, but it's like a German one. Have you heard of this thing? No. Sieben Sieben under Elben. That's German Seven Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's one guy that works there. His name's Chip. He's uh-huh. an all right dude. He stocks uh-huh. my favorite snacks and my uh, favorite reading material. <laughs> reading what? Okay. Well, I want to know about your reading material. Yeah, you don't. There's this one magazine. Stop. Have you heard about this magazine? What is it? Come here. What? Stop. You, you told me. You've heard about this magazine, haven't you? You know, we're on the radio. You're, you're going to start thinking about that magazine tonight. I'm not going to think gonna, about that. You're going to call me. I've heard enough people come through here and talk about the magazines really? I've managed I'll to bet. fend it off I'll bet. so Beetle Milt oh the way you say that made me so mad it showed such disrespect and what, what, why again am I supposed to respect you because I'm practically the fifth Beetle Beetle Milt yeah I actually once got into a fight with George Harrison's sister about, about that about you being well, the, I said I'm the, I'm the fifth beetle. Mm-hmm. She screamed. Milt Mortner, yeah, be the fifth beetle. I've never heard your name. I mean, well, she hadn't either when she screamed. Uh huh. Yeah. George Martin, that's one. That's one thing. If he thinks you, you know, if that, that guy could be the fifth beetle. That guy's a clown. So his sister ruined those records. I could have done so much better. His sister, I do do better on those uh-huh. records. I do my own mixes of them. So wh- when did his sister scream when she heard you were the fifth Beatle? When I was in her bathroom. What? Yeah. You What What were you doing in her bathroom? Well, you know, she lives outside of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I was doing a little pilgrimage. Uh-huh. And um, I wanted to meet her. Yeah? She wasn't home, though. Okay. Yeah. So, naturally, you... I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and that meant... I go into the house. Rather than going to a gas station. There or... wasn't one that close. It was a couple hundred yards away. Uh-huh. I really had to go so, that way. Yes. Oh, okay. So you bre- naturally you break into a house. It wasn't so much breaking in. Uh-huh. No, I didn't break anything. Mm-hmm. I actually cut a, a, a little thing in the screen door. And then what? Reached in and unlocked the door? No, I just walked through. The, the cut. I made the cut pretty big. Okay. Yeah, well, you're a pretty big... I wasn't going to bend over. Uh-huh. You know, sh- okay. Yeah. Look. So I go in there. I'm doing, yeah. you know, I do that. And I come out, and she's there. Uh-huh. And I said, blah, blah, blah. You know, long story short, I'm the fifth Beatle, and she uh-huh. screamed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm with her on that one. Oh, you will show me respect. I'm not going to... You will. Not with these things you're saying. Again, I, you, I said... Earlier, why should I show you respect? And then you start mentioning because you basically broke into the bathroom of uh, uh, George Martin's sister. 
George Harrison. George Harrison. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know why you should show him some respect? Why? Because I'm the guy who drove Denny Lane uh-huh. to the convention. You drove Denny Lane yeah. to the to the convention. Yes. From the airport. From the airport. Yeah, I picked him up. Uh-huh. I I would have thought that one of the guys who like ran the thing, like I think it's like a like what's his name, Bill or Duh. something like that. <laughs> I think he runs the convention. Why wouldn't he do it? Uh, from what I heard, he flaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he disappeared or something. I mean, those guys don't. Those guys have so little respect for all of it. Sick. I don't know what happened to him. You don't know what happened to the guy. So the guy who's running the convention, yeah, would flake during the biggest weekend of the year. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for, who knows? For all I know, he got thrown into a tunnel or something. Well, that, that sounded weirdly specific. Why would you say? I don't know, or like a sewer or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I again, I'm not following. Why? So, did you, do you know something about why he wasn't there or not? Define no. Uh huh. Did are you responsible for him falling into a sewer? I did. I didn't make him do uh-huh. anything. I uh-huh. was standing right behind him, mm-hmm. and. It, I, one thing led to another, and he fell. I guess you know. in front of a tunnel a tu- or a yeah. sewer. Yeah. So you, yeah. So you just happened to be there when he fell, and then went missing. I, I don't. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's what you're saying. He might uh-huh. still be there. Uh-huh. Poor kid. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, um, Denny was cool. Denny Lane was cool. He was a decent guy. We really uh-huh. hit it off. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that's a, that's awesome. But I'll tell you one thing. What's that? I did not. I did not cut him any slack. You know, I, I, um, I grilled him. I really did. You grilled Denny Lane. Yeah, I asked him some really hard nosed questions. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like what? What kind of stuff? Excuse me. Like you? You, you like? What? What did you ask him? Oh, um, you know, stuff like um. I, I asked him why he stuck with McCartney so long if he felt he was being ripped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, why his guitar playing is not that great on Back to the Egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, why he hasn't really done much since he left Wings. Mm-hmm. Wow. You you asked him all those questions. God, no. Are you kidding? What are you, nuts? Hold, hold on a second. Well, what did... You just said you just said that you asked him all the hard nosed questions. No, I I thought you said what questions were you terrified to ask him and would never ever ever ask him. I must have misunderstood you. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty big misunderstanding. The uh, the going from I asked you you were like I didn't go easy on him. I asked him, and then all of a sudden it's like oh I. How could you make a mistake like that? That you thought that's what I, I said. I guess I, I was. I was thinking. Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I. Mm-hmm. I lost. I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. I was. Just, I was actually thinking about that. That drive. And, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest. I was really spooked. You were spooked being in the car with Denny Lane. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, he's he's one of the big, one of the big ones. You know? Yeah. I actually started foaming at the mouth. In the in the car. Yeah, I was driving. Yeah. Uh huh. And I, I um, so he gets out. He gets into the car. It's into the car, and uh-huh. or everything's kind of cool at first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then the the gravity hits me of who I'm with, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, that's yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. My mouth was wired shut or something, and I start foaming. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to like look away, uh-huh. so he can't see the foam. Yeah, I think he sees the foam. Mm-hmm. And then, like to kind of break the ice, I I I have this. Um, I, ha- I have a listen to the man picture sleeve. Yeah, like yeah. seven inch thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, from Guatemala, and um, I, I pick it up and I want to get him to sign it, mm-hmm. and I kind of, I kind of show it to him, but I drop it, mm-hmm. and it dropped between his legs, mm-hmm. and I reached over like in between his legs to pick it up, yeah, and he must have thought I was making some kind of move on him or something, uh huh, and then he punched me in my hands. He punched you in your hands. Yeah, while I'm driving, who does that? Uh-huh. Who punches someone in the hands while they're driving? Well, who... who? F- fair enough. That's a fair point. But I'm yeah. going to say also who punches... Uh, I mean, who punches is a fair enough question. Who starts foaming at the mouth while uh, pulling out some picture sleeve 
and then kind of just start, like while driving. I'm, I'm going to still have to side with Denny Lane on this one. I hate that. I hate you. Uh huh. Well, I'm sorry you hate me. I just I I, I think you run a pretty uh, shady. You're you're working a pretty shady corner of this whole thing. You're like all these beetle creeps. Uh huh. They don't they don't they don't dig me because I know the stuff that they don't know. Like, let's talk about my my new book. All right. You have a new book coming yeah, I do. out. Yeah. Not the White Album book or the book on the that we talked to the projectionist of of uh, so dismissive. I don't like it. Of uh, Hard Day's Night. No. This is the bomb. The bomb. Yep. Yep. What is the bomb? Well, it's called Agelblob. What is the name of your book? Agelblob. Agelblob. Yeah. What? What? What is Agelblob? Well, it stands for this. Are you ready? Yeah. Amazing. A grade A Beatles lid blower. Amazing. Yeah. A grade A Beatles lid blower. Yeah. Agelblob. Yeah. What a. What a colossally stupid title. I just have to say, I've, I, that might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Aggleblub. Well, we'll just have to agree to disagree on that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's it's the book none of these Beatles zombies want you to read. Mm-hmm. You know? well, why, why is that? Well, this stuff they don't know about. Uh-huh, you know, they're uh-huh. embarrassed when, when I unleash this stuff. And they're uh-huh. like, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Did that happen? So you you're just... This is why they're mad Absolutely, at you. Absolutely, yeah. Uh-huh. My publisher is really excited. You're, who, who's yeah. publishing this book? Uh, Nexus. Nexus. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with it. Nexus Publishing. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a big house. Yeah. A big I don't know Nexus. They do lot, lots of titles. Uh, very, very diverse kind of books. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, uh, everything from self-help books, uh, some textbooks, books. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of memoirs. Uh, this book called Mein Kampf Two: The Continuing Adventures of Adolf F. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- uh, home repair books. Wait, hold hold uh, on. Wait. Can we just back up a second? What What was that book you said? Well, there's a lot of memoirs. No, uh, I'm going to say after you mentioned the memoirs. The self help books. No. Keep going. Oh, the home repair books. No, there's another one in there. I think you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, the the textbook uh, about the math stuff. No, not the textbook about the math stuff. The the other book you mentioned. Oh, Mein Kampf two. Yeah, Mein Kampf two. Yeah. The continue. What was it? The continuing adventures of Adolf H. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never heard of. I mean, Adolf H. Yeah. Who? It, this is not real, is it? Oh yeah, yeah, it's totally real. It's yeah. real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wrote a sequel to Mein Kampf. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. How 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 big is, is is this? Is it like taken from like quotes or like letters he wrote? I it, I think so. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's it's very accurate. It's, it's like, I think it's like a thousand pages or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Can I just ask you a question? Sure. Um. This book. Did you write this book by any chance? I don't remember. You don't. Re- you don't remember if you wrote. If you wrote Mein Kampf two. I don't know. Which sounds like a total hose job to kind of get people, like sickos, to get them to. Who who want to read more about Hitler? And what other you you uh, this, this Nexus Publishing? Yeah. So you you mentioned some self help books and oh, yeah. some, you know, uh, like uh, memoirs and stuff, right? And, and textbook. Yeah. Like, any? Do you know any of the authors of those other books? Hmm. Let me think. Uh, well, yeah, there's some very uh, respected authors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Milton Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a funny uh, self help guy, Milty L. Tompkins. Okay. And then there's a, a mathematician, uh, Morton Miller. Mm-hmm. And then also a, a, this uh, doctor, um, Morton Milner. Which, I'm noticing Milt, it seems to be a, a kind of a, a common 
co- a common theme through through uh, all those things. Well, I make the same point. Uh, I, I know that a very popular name in I, I think in uh, Vietnam is Nguyen. Okay, so that's a common name in the common Vietnamese name. Milt is not a common name in, uh, or Milton is not a common name in the English language. Why are you trying to to steer this away from the actual lid blowingness of this book? Because it, well, there's a shady quality to this whole thing. Well, from Mein Kampf two to Doctor Milton whatever, and Milty something. I, I don't see it. Uh huh. I don't see it. You don't see no, it. It feels right to me. Uh huh. Yeah. Feels all right to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, uh, well, okay. Fair enough. Let's talk about something from one of the, uh, from, from, from this book, Aggleblob, which is, again, amazing. A grade A Beatles lid blower? Yes. Aggleblob. Yeah. Well, as, as uh-huh. the title implies, it's a, it's a lid blower. Okay, so what what kind of stuff is in this lid blower? Okay, uh, you know, the, uh, the of course, the, the Alan Parsons, uh, project stuff. Alan Parsons was a an engineer, I believe, on mm-hmm. late era Beatles stuff on yeah, like Abbey Road. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, little known fact, mm-hmm. the Beatles actually got back together in 1977 to back him up on his album My Robot. Uh, I'm sorry? The, Be- the Beatles? Yeah. The, the, all four Beatles? Absolutely, yeah. Played on an Alan Parsons project. All record. of it, yeah, yeah. On the entire record, yeah. They loved his music. It was mm-hmm. it was nuts. That was the one thing that they all agreed on that they loved mm-hmm. was Alan Parsons. Really? And they, but they're but they were also really jealous of him, especially Paul. He was je- Paul was jealous of Alan Parsons. Yeah, Paul actually tried to kill him. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. See, Paul always wanted the Beatles to be an all instrumental band. Okay, I'd never heard any of that. Oh, yeah. And he thought that this, this tune, Nucleus, off of iRobot, uh-huh. was the greatest instrumental he'd ever heard. Mm-hmm. And he thought that's what the Beatles should have been doing. And, and he, was, he, he was like, if I had written that, we'd still be together. And they all kind of agreed on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the song Nucleus. Yeah. Was like the gold standard. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And they were also trying to get uh, Alan to tour for iRobot, mm-hmm. but he, he wasn't into it. He wasn't, gonna, he wasn't having any of it because mm-hmm. he didn't think that they could sing well enough. Alan Parsons didn't want the Beatles no. on this. He could have had the reunited Beatles mm-hmm. touring yeah. on a thing and decided against that because he did not think their vocals were yeah. up to snuff. Yeah. He ended up getting a couple of the guys from the two-way army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which <laughs> is uh, Gary Newman's band. Yeah. So he. So, I, have t- I have tapes of all this so, stuff. It's nuts. Hold on, hold on. So you mean to say that Alan Parsons had a shot at the reunited Beatles backing him up on a tour, but he decided to go with two dudes from Gary Newman's band? No, he went with three dudes. <laughs> two way dummy. Those guys were good, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, Two-way yeah, army. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think George Harrison could have played that, um, that keytar stuff, you know, as well as... As, as well as yeah. somebody in the two-way yeah. army could have. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. That, that's fantastic. And what other, um... What other, um, lid blowers do you have in this, uh, book? Well, you know how Ringo does his all-star band every couple of years or so, you know, those, those tours that he does. Yeah, the all-star where he gets different people to back him up and yeah. they all play their hits. Yeah, so he's had everybody in there from like Todd Rundgren to, I think, Rick Danko to mm-hmm. you na- Joe Walsh, you name it. Mm-hmm. John Antwistle, I think. Yeah. Sheila E. That came about completely uh, as, as a last resort, the, the original all-star band. Mm-hmm. See, in 1993, mm-hmm. he wanted to go on tour, Ringo. Okay. He wanted to go on tour with the Murder Junkies as his backing band. The Murder Gigi Allen's band. Yeah. The Murder Junkies. Yeah. He wanted to back up. He wanted them to be his backup yeah. band. Yeah. When he, you know, he felt bad uh-huh. that um, Gigi Allen, their their leader, mm-hmm. had passed on. Yeah. Earlier. It was that a year. tragedy. 
Yeah. He's giving a concert, and mm-hmm. I think he passed away that night. I think he had done a, he had done a concert, uh, like a New York concert. Yeah. I think it was at a, a place called the Gas it's Station. Opera ha- oh, was it? Yeah. What was it called? I think it was called the Gas Station. I don't <laughs> think it was an opera house. Well, okay. Well, anyway, he was a big fan, and he mm-hmm. want he wanted to you know, is, is it paying it forward when you when you do a favor for yes. someone? Okay, yeah. not paying it. No, it's paying so it's it forward. It's not playing it forward. It's paying no, it, pay it forward. Okay, so he, yeah. he wanted that, and, you know, the the, the band was going to be – it was going to be those guys and also a couple of guys from Anti-Scene. Yeah. Yeah. Another kind of – Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was going to be called Ringo Starr's Scum Bleep Orchestra. Oh, I don't like that at yeah, all. No one, no one really did. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I guess all the guys got into a big argument over food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was going to eat – who was going to get the most food? Food? He wasn't paying them in money. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was food. So he's paying these guys, the murder junkies, in yeah. food. Yeah, so then that fell apart the last mm. minute, and he ended up getting, I guess, Todd Rundgren and who, uh-huh. whoever else was was in that. All right. Yeah. I've never... Oh, yeah. That's... I've never heard that. It's, it's, it's crazy. Here, here's mm. what I bet you haven't heard either. What's that? The Beatles mm-hmm. recorded a, an unreleased version of Abbey Road. And un- you mean like unreleased tracks from Abbey Road? A completely unreleased version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how how so? Well, you know, everybody, you know, this, the egos involved in this at this point were just in, sure. Insane. It was, the band was definitely splitting. Yeah. Up. So everybody wanted everybody wanted to be represented to their their most v- visible, uh, the most visible extreme. Okay. So everybody kind of wanted to be the leader at this point. Mm-hmm. So what they agreed upon was. Everybody would play every instrument and sing every song uh-huh. at the same time. Let me just process that. You, you mean all four Beatles yes. would each play the full, like, they would, what, sing? For each track, each guy, and, and, and they would stack the tracks uh-huh. on top of one another. Yeah. So... Ringo playing the drums. Yeah. John playing the drums. Uh-huh. George playing the drums. Uh-huh. Paul playing the drums. Yeah. It's one track. It's all yeah. together. Just okay. like a mishmash of... Different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Paul playing the bass. Yeah. John playing the bass. Yeah. George playing the bass. Yeah. Ringo playing the bass. Stacked. Every song was like that. Guitar, keyboards. Every instrument that was played I've, on every song never had heard. to be played by each guy, and it was all combined for every song. Horrendous. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Terrible. Can you imagine Ringo playing lead guitar on "I Want You"? He couldn't play the guitar. Uh huh. No. Wow. It's terrible. But they, but they still recorded the whole thing that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard. Never that. came out. I have it. Uh huh. You have. That. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I never played for you. Uh huh. No. Oh okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I might not want to hear it. I know what you do want to hear. What? This fact about the Pete Best. This is a, an LB the, at, the, at its best. The guy who was the drummer. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh-huh. The guy who was the drummer before Ringo. The guy who was the drummer. Show him some respect. He's still out there doing it, playing live every night, smacking those drums. Uh-huh. Okay. Of course, I, with the help of two other drummers. Fair enough. I, I apologize to... Why am I apologizing? Because that's what you should be doing. Uh-huh. Okay. Neither here nor there. Pete Best. Yeah. You said you had some... I have an LB on him, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. What is it? Well, you know, everyone always says he was kicked out of the Beatles because he wasn't a great drummer. Mm-hmm. It's not true. He was mm-hmm. the best musician of all those guys. I've never heard that. Absolutely. I've, uh-huh. heard, I've heard tapes of the, of the rehearsals. He's the mm-hmm. best. He's, he's showing them how to play the guitar. Never playing for you. Okay. Yeah. Again, again, I, I kind of don't want to... Well, here, here's why he got kicked out. He scared those guys. Pete Best. He spooked them. Spooked him bad. How how did Pete Best spook the other Beatles? He was a spy. A spy. Yeah. Like what? What do you mean a spy? He was a spy for um, British intelligence. Uh huh. Yeah. And how? Ha- how? I've well, I've never heard that. Oh yeah. So how did that impact him being a a member of the Beatles? Well, they came to to rehearse one day at his mother's place where they rehearsed in mm-hmm. Liverpool. And they open the door, and basically Pete Best is murdering a Russian um, agent. 
So the Beatles walk in on Pete Best. Yeah, and he's strangling this Russian guy. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's scare. Well, uh, that would scare you, wouldn't yeah, it? Of yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, these are sensitive guys too. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you know musicians. And yeah. So they're so that's how he, that's why he got kicked out of the Beatles. Yeah. Because he scared them. They saw him murdering a Russian spy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I've heard none of these things. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. A lot of stuff you haven't heard. You know, it's like you're like all these other guys. You know, I'm pushing the limits uh-huh. of, 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 of Beatledom. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Everyone's just like selling calendars and T-shirts and things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm cracking this wide open. Like, how, how are you cracking it wide open? Well, for starters, mm-hmm. um, I am basically the owner of the first Beatles house. A be- What is a Beatles house? And I'm selling it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know any. I've never heard of a Beatles house. Hang on. Can, can I get on your laptop real sure. quick? Yep. Check this out. All right. Let it load real quick. There it is. All right. Here we go. What is this? That's the Beatles house. I don't even know what I'm looking at. It's like a it's it's like a house mm-hmm. with a like a like just it just it's like a normal house but it just says it has the Beatles logo on 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 all the walls. Well, click in the bedroom there. It's like a bedroom. Yeah, what's on the walls? It just says the Beatles. Yeah, over uh-huh. and over again. And it doesn't even look... I mean, it looks like one of those like cheap sten- like stencil kind of things that you do with spray paint. Hey, you're hurting my feelings. It took it, me a long time to do that. To do what? To make the stencil. To make the stencil, yeah. And then spray paint it. Uh-huh. So this is what makes this a Beatles house. Yes, it does. Uh-huh. Ugh. And how much are you selling this house for? What's that? Four million dollars. Four million dollars. Yes. And where where is this house located? It's, it's in Newbridge. Uh huh. Yeah. What neighborhood? I don't need to get into that. Is it a good neighborhood? To find good. Like, what's the crime situation around it? There's no crime at all. Yeah. No crime at all. No. Uh huh. Well, there's no people there either. Okay. No other neighbors. Uh huh. Yeah. It's the last house still standing before the, the um, stink pit kind of it, – it basically, it's where the stink pit stopped, you know, when it opened up. Sure. And it yeah, took well, all those houses. Swallowed a lot of houses. And then it made them stinky. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the one house that is still there. So it's on, it's on like, the stink line in town. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stink line heights. That's where it is. Uh-huh. You know, oh, I'm going to smash you. What? You know why? Why? I don't. A, I don't like you. You're not showing me respect. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you one thing. Uh-huh. You're going to be longing for yesterday when I'm done with you. Oh, that's like a Beatles play on words. It is, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You know why? Why? Because yesterday you didn't have a broken neck. Oh, so you're you're now you're just into full threats. That's not a threat. It's a fact. <laughs> so you're you're. Because I'm I'm challenging you on these things. First of all, let me just back up. You're not a good person. I'm a great person. I gotta say, you're a horrible person. I'm defending myself. You no, know what? You're harassing people no. on, on their deathbeds. Well, some old guy who ran the projection. He didn't have anyone to talk to. Uh huh. Yeah. So, but you're posing as a doctor while you do it. He seemed happy when he was talking to me. You're shoving an eleven-year-old. I got in, him cigarettes too. Uh, yeah. What? Who's that? The projectionist. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. That's not admirable, but then you're talking about shoving an 11-year-old. You're talking about breaking into George Martin's sister's house. Well. Just all these things. Hey, you know what? What? When I'm done with you, you're going to wish you were back in the USSR. I can't wait to hear this one. You know why? Why? Because they have socialized medicine there. Yeah. And you can get your broken leg set for free. Well, we're we're pretty much at that point here now, I guess. What's that? What's this? Socialized medicine. Yep. 
Thanks. I didn't vote for the guy. Who's that? The cat. Obama? The cat in the White House. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the cat in the White House. Yeah. You know what this thing means? I the, think I think we all know this. I mean, you've heard, you've heard this stuff, right? For the health bill? Yeah. What? You've heard what's going on, right? Yeah, I heard it passed. Well, besides the death panels, uh-huh. you know. Which is fiction. No, it's not. Uh-huh. No, it's not. You know what's happening? What? Congressmen, congresspeople, mm-hmm. senators, mm-hmm. governors, they're going to medical school right now. Why, why is that? So they can perform surgeries. I don't follow what you're saying. They are. It's that, like double dipping for them. So that's part of the health bill? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the doctor the other day, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, I was kind of groggy. I had had some medicine, mm-hmm. and I look up, and, and, and it's, it's my congressman. He's prepping me for, uh, for surgery. It's like, get me out of here. No, this is an exaggeration. No, you're, it's true. No. All right, that last part didn't actually happen, mm-hmm. but, it, but I, I read about it. This is, because there's the whole thing people are saying, you don't want the government running your health, insu- your, your health program. Right, right. I don't, yeah. But you're saying that, the, you're saying that literally government officials oh, yeah. they're will go- be... They're, will- they're going to like surgery school, yeah. Surgery school. They're going to be cutting you open. Really? Yeah. So, How I, are you going to feel when, you, when you're about to go into surgery and you look up and, and it's, it's Barbara Boxman? Uh-huh. You know, with her, with her mask on. Uh-huh. Alan Spector. Bar- boxer. Who's that? Barbara Boxer. What's that? You said Boxman. It's Boxman. Yeah, it's Boxer. Uh, we'll agree to disagree on that, I uh-huh. guess. Have you even read the bill? The health bill? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, you have? Yeah, parts of it, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you, what part? It sounds like you've read some, some pretty fictional parts of I've it. I've read it online, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, where online? Well, did you on, read? on this website, I, I, uh-huh. I, I, I frequent. Uh-huh. Yeah. What what website is that? RepublicanTimes.org. Repu- <laughs> oh, that's so that's where you got the lowdown on the health that's, bill. That's, that's where I, I get my stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So a completely biased site. Hey, like for your information, yeah. it was actually voted least biased site according to a survey. The RepublicanTimes.org. Yep. Was voted the least. What what I, I've never, I've never heard this. Uh, where where'd you find this survey? Um, on on a website. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. W- what site? RepublicanTimesSurvey.org. <laughs> so okay, so their survey, yeah. Now you know what? I just want to back up to something you had mentioned. Um, Alan Parsons. No, but earlier than the Alan, you mentioned you came up here because you were on a Beatles prowl. Yeah. What is, what is a Beatles prowl? Like you out? What do you think it is? It, because you were in the, I would assume you're looking for merchandise, like like collectibles that might people have in their attics or stuff. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm looking in some attics, uh, but I'm actually looking more into some windows. Not a, a Beatles. So you're looking in windows. Why is that a Beatles prowl? Well, because I have Beatles on my Walkman. Yeah. Your Walkman. Yeah, between you and me. Basically, that's what it is. I'm, I'm walking around with my Walkman. I'm wearing all black, as you can see. And I'm, I'm looking in windows. That's I see horrible. some incredible stuff. That's, I don't want to know. I'm You're, just... Milt, you are a horrible person. No, I'm not. <laughs> don't, don't tell anybody about this, okay? Because I don't want my wife finding out. About Beatles prowls? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking on the radio. You Wait, know. What? I'm not on the air, am I? Of course you are. Oh, why didn't you tell me? You said I said talk into that microphone when you came in. You said, "Yeah, this is like uh, the cover of uh, Let It Be." I thought this was like some sort of play, or I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was—a play. Yeah, like talk radio. So you thought you called into a play? No, I knew that was a radio station. Yeah. But uh-huh. then I guess I got confused, and I, when I saw this, I thought it was like talk radio. No, you're on Eric on the, Baglusian. No, you're on the radio. Oh, I'm afraid I'm going to get shot now. Like Eric, no, that's... Or maybe you're going to get shot. Oh, I don't like that. Where's he going? He actually just walked out. Wow. That was crazy. 
Ugh. Hey, Mike. What's he? Is that him? He's looking in the window. What are you doing? No, not. He's on the. Oh. So that's what the Beatles' prowl is like, I guess. To see that guy. Oh goodness, goodness gracious! Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Show Gems. This is a sampling of the full three-hour Best Show on WFMU, which can be heard each and every Tuesday night live at WFMU.org, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. until midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can listen anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. If you're in the New York area, you can listen over your radio at 91.1. If you're in the Hudson Valley area, outside of New York City, check out the show at 90.1. And if you need more information on the show, go to friendsoftom.com. That is the best show on WFMU website. I want to thank a few people who are uh, instrumental in making sure this show takes place every other week. I want to thank Martin DeGrell, who is the executive producer of Best Show Gems and the curator of this program. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the uh, the man who has been in charge of the entire Best Show on WFMU archiving for ages now. He is the architect behind this whole thing. None of it would be happening without you, Mel. Thank you so much. John Worcester, of course. Thank you for all the stuff uh, you do and we do together. You're the funniest dude alive. AP Mike for all your work helping keep the show running smoothly. I want to thank Spoonie for coming up with the Best Show Gems logo. And again, if you want to listen to a full episode of the Best Show on WFMU, go to WFMU.org. There are archives up there covering the entire decade plus of the Best Show on WFMU. They're all waiting up there for you to listen to at WFMU.org. And thank you for listening to this, and we hope to... uh, have you hear us soon i don't know if you're hearing it or not i'm gonna assume you are so thank you so much and uh we will see you soon hi